UFC 279 goes down on September 10th at T-Mobile Arena in Las Vegas, Nevada. And in the main event, we have Hamzat Chemaev against Nate Diaz in a welterweight contest. Going to give a complete breakdown of the fight. I'm going to start off with the tail of the tape and go into some stats. Chemaev has an 11-0 record. Diaz is 21-13-0. Average fight time for Chemaev is 5 minutes and 35 seconds. Average fight time for Diaz is 11 minutes and 23 seconds. The height, Chemaev is 6'2". Diaz is 2 inches shorter at 6 foot. Both fighters are going to weigh 170 or 171 at the most for this fight, if they make weight. Reach, Chemaev is at a deficit here of 1 inch, 75 inches. Diaz, 76 inches. Chemaev fights in an orthodox style, while Diaz is a southpaw. Chemaev is 9 years younger at 28. Diaz is 37. Get into striking stats. In strikes landed per minute, Chemaev is very much the dominant force here at 7.89 significant strikes landed per minute. Diaz, a respectable 4.51. Striking accuracy, again, Chemaev has the edge here at pretty impressive 59%. Diaz comes in at an okay 45%. Strikes absorbed per minute. Chemaev gets hit more than Diaz. He gets hit 4.30 times per minute, and Diaz absorbs 3.73 strikes per minute. Striking defense, Chemaev's is worse than Diaz's at 41%. Diaz comes in at 52%. Grappling stats, takedown average per 15 minutes, Chemaev is at 3.23, Diaz at 1.10. Takedown accuracy, 66% for Chemaev, 30% for Diaz. Takedown defense, Chemaev is a perfect 100%, Diaz is at 41%. Submission average per 15 minutes, Chemaev 2.7, Diaz 1.3. Their record history uh, Chemaev has six knockout wins, four submission victories, five UFC fight night bonuses, and he's currently the number three ranked fighter in the official UFC welterweight rankings. Diaz has five knockout wins, 11 submission victories. He has four wins via decision, and he has 15 UFC fight night bonuses. He is currently not ranked in the official UFC welterweight rankings. The odds favor Chemaev by a pretty significant number here. He is a minus 1150 favorite. Diaz is the plus 750 underdog. Do a record review on Hamza Chemaev. He's 5 0 in the UFC with four stoppages. And his only decision came in his most recent outing when he went three rounds with Gilbert Burns, won that fight by decision. He won his first fight, John Phillips. With a Darce choke submission in the second round, beat Reese McKee in the first round via knockout, came back, beat Gerald Merchart, first round 17 second knockout, and then beat Li Jing Lang, first round submission at the 316 mark. And then again in his most recent fight, April 9th, 2022, the decision win over Gilbert Burns, former. UFC welterweight 
title challenger, Gilbert Burns. Diaz, many more fights. We're not going to really review his full career. Just going to kind of dip into a more recent view of his career. He has that win over Conor McGregor at UFC 196, and that was in 2016. That was one of his most memorable wins. In fact, I would probably say that is his most memorable win, a submission in the second round. He lost the rematch, five-round majority decision, but a very entertaining fight and will go down as also one of Diaz's more memorable outings. Came back to beat Anthony Pettis at UFC 241, unanimous decision. And then he lost to Jorge Masvidal via cuts in the BMF title fight at Madison Square Garden in 2019, and then a five-round decision defeat to Leon Edwards at UFC 263. So Diaz has not had nearly the success of Jemayev going into this fight, but that doesn't mean he is not probably the more popular fighter. Fans love a Nate Diaz fight. Looking at the fight, I kind of found it odd that Diaz accepted this fight, but I also kind of understand why. He's coming to the end of his UFC contract. He wants to get out of that contract as soon as possible. And instead of waiting for the contract to run its course and get out, he said, I'm going to take this fight, get out sooner than I could have had I just waited for the contract to expire. Or he could have waited until 2023. Took the much more lucrative fight against Conor McGregor, the trilogy fight. I understand why he opted not to do that. I find it kind of questionable but i also understand it's the fight the ufc wanted to make and nate diaz being nate diaz he doesn't want to give an inch to someone and so he said if that's the fight you want me to take that's not the fight i am going to take and so he ends up here with a much more dangerous fight i would say against hamzat chemaev but it's also a fight that could be much more meaningful to his future if he does get the upset win if he beats Chimaev, he's going to be really negotiating with whoever he negotiates with. And I'm going to think the UFC is going to be in that game. If Diaz beats Chimaev, he's going to be negotiating from a massive place of power. Now, if he loses, I don't think he really loses anything from a negotiation standpoint. Maybe with the UFC, he'll lose a bit in a negotiation standpoint. But does he really want to be with the UFC anyway? I don't think so because all signs indicate he wants out. And so that's a little information on the fight leading up to it. Let's get into the breakdown of the fight itself. Diaz is basically a blown up lightweight and Chimaev is a capable middleweight who can still make the cut to welterweight. Chimaev is taller than Diaz, but Diaz has a one inch reach advantage. But when it comes to power and strength, and I think that's a big factor in this fight, power and strength, Chimaev is head and shoulders above Diaz in that respect. Diaz can, if he wants to, ring up volume. I don't know if he is really going to be interested in doing that against someone who's going to come back with a lot more power. But if he wants to, he has the option of employing a pretty active boxing approach to his fights. So we'll see how that goes. But power and strength, Chimaev gets the nod here. So barring a collapse of Chimaev's cardio, I don't really see a path of, to victory here for Diaz. He's, like I said, he's the better and more powerful striker. He's more than capable on the mat. And I know some people are going to point to Diaz's grappling game here, which is excellent, but he rarely employs that grappling game by choice. He much rather would strike. Now, if the fight goes to the mat, 
he's going to be active and aggressive, especially from his back, but it's not something he seeks out. And I don't know if he wants to seek that out against Chumayev either, because if it goes to the mat and Diaz is on his back, well, the strength and the power of Chumayev could negate the grappling skills of Diaz. If Chumayev decides he's going to posture up and just pummel Diaz on the ground, I think that's that's something that could happen. And so I don't really see a grappling match happening here. And even if it went to the ground, I think Chumayev has the advantage just based on his, if he lands on top, he has the advantage based on his strength, power, and ability to strike. I think we're going to see a stand-up fight, and that does not bode well, in my mind, for Nate Diaz. The stats that really give me pause on this fight are all on Hamza Chumayev's side of the equation. The 7.89 significant strikes per minute, second highest in UFC history. With Diaz's willingness to engage in brawls and accept damage, that's a big concern. He can come back from those strikes. There's no doubt about that. He is one of the most tenacious fighters that has ever fought in the UFC. And he'll come back. He can get knocked down. He can get up. He's going to keep coming forward. But he also takes damage because of his willingness to absorb strikes. And he has absorbed more strikes in his last five fights, I think, than he had in his first 20-some fights, if you if you look at the numbers. Where it seems to take a turn is the Cerrone fight. That's when Diaz started to take more damage and accept more strikes than he handed out. So that's a big concern. The bigger concern, I think, in that 7.89 significant strikes per minute, and those are significant strikes. These aren't just pitter-pat, keep you busy, keep you blocking strikes. These aren't Colby Covington strikes. These are real strikes meant to do damage. Is that Diaz does not wear damage well, and he cuts, and he bleeds, and the Masvidal fight was an example of where the willingness to absorb damage and keep coming forward kind of bit him because those cuts were in bad spots and that is a real concern in this fight another number that could influence uh, ufc 279 is the accuracy of chamayev he is one of the most accurate strikers in ufc history his 59.8 percent significant striking accuracy is 10th best in the history of the promotion much like his output the rate at which he lands should be a concern in this fight for those who are leaning towards diaz I'm not saying Diaz can't take the punches because he's only been knocked out clean once, and that was by Josh Thompson on a head kick. He most definitely can take the punches, but with the volume, with the accuracy, with the power comes the damage, and that's a concern. The other concern is the striking differential. Chemayev is plus 3.59, fifth highest in UFC history, third among active UFC fighters. All these things play into the striking not looking great for Nate Diaz. My big concern here is the damage. A clean knockout, not a submission. My big concern is that Diaz is going to get cut and he's going to be subject to the doctor coming in the cage and seeing what's going on. The Masvidal fight probably should have been stopped. I don't think that was a bad stoppage. And I think that Chemaev hits harder, hits more often, and hits more accurately than Masvidal. And so the thought there is that this being a five-rounder, that's a lot of time for Diaz to get hit and absorb damage and wear that damage. And that's my big concern here is that he's going to get stopped by a cut, by a doctor stoppage. 
the one saving grace here is that the fight is in Vegas. And I think doctors in Vegas are a little more willing to not let the fight go on past the point where it should be stopped. But I think they're a little more experienced to know what they're looking for. And what they're looking for isn't, oh, that's a bad cut. They're looking for a cut that could prevent the fighter from seeing a cut over the eye where the blood's going into the eye. That's going to be a cut that could stop a fight because now the fighter's not able to defend themselves properly. They're also looking for cuts that are going to result in long-term or permanent nerve damage. If it cuts in a spot that that could happen in, the fight is going to get stopped. Now, this is, I think, where a lot of fans will get mad at doctors. If a doctor sees a cut that's in a spot that's going to result in nerve damage or permanent damage and not just permanent cosmetic damage because that's kind of part of the sport but permanent nerve damage and they stop the fight i think fans get a little too much in their heads about that let the doctors especially in a state like nevada and california let the doctors do their job and call the fight I don't think risking permanent nerve damage is worth any kind of money or any kind of glory in a mixed martial arts fight. And so that's kind of where I'm standing here is that I don't say that Nate Diaz is out of this fight. If there's one fighter that can pull things out of thin air, it's Nate Diaz. I think he would realize that in hindsight, he made a mistake in the Leon Edwards fight. Instead of pointing when he hurt Edwards, he should have pounced. I think we see here if he gets Chimaev hurt or he sees a little weakness in Chimaev or a little doubt, I think that's when we're going to get the Nate Diaz swarming boxing style and he's going to go for the stoppage or go for putting up as much damage as possible on Chimaev as he can. I don't think that's out of the question. I think a swarming Diaz can overwhelm Chimaev here. I think a swarming Diaz could put Chimaev in a spot where he is just defending and at some point the damage that Diaz rings up becomes too overwhelming for the referee to ignore. I think there is a chance that Diaz could get a stoppage here. I don't think he'll get a submission just because Chimaev is too big unless that submission comes in kind of the way the Conor McGregor submission comes is that the cardio has totally failed and Chimaev is just too tired to defend. Could that happen? Sure. But the reality of the situation is if things play out in a way that we think they're going to play out here, Chimaev is going to win this fight. And I think he's going to win this fight by a doctor stoppage TKO or a TKO. But I, I'm really leaning towards the doctor stoppage just because of the damage. And that's kind of a prop that I would guess. So I would say Hamzat Chimaev by TKO or barring Diaz taking a significant amount of damage, a decision win. But the odds are that Diaz is going to get damaged here. So my bet is Chimaev to win. Chimaev to win by Dr. Stoppage. But with the value that Nate Diaz is presenting here, a bet on Nate Diaz is not out of line because if there's, like I said, if there's one fighter who can pull something out of thin air because of his toughness, because of his tenacity, because of his cardio, because of his willingness and ability to always stand on his opponent's face, Nate Diaz is that guy. And... While I'll be kind of shocked if he wins, it won't be a total surprise. But overall, my bet here is Hamza Chimaev over Nate Diaz by TKO, probably by Dr. Stoppage TKO.